Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. I've always been what you would call an outsider. I've just never really fit in to what is largely considered to be normal. And with that, I've kind of separated myself in a way. And even kind of made jokes and kind of embraced this feeling that I am something different than everyone else. And just went through a whole kind of portion of my life where I separated myself from the rest of society. And I would even say things like, you know, I would reference people as like humans and like I, as if I was something different. And I just felt disconnected from everyone, all of like my fellow humans. And I felt like I was something different, someone different. Um, I wasn't quite sure what that was or what it is, but um, I just knew that it wasn't what was largely considered to be normal. And growing up, this caused quite a lot of disconnect. I was very isolated. I felt like I never fit in. I didn't make friends and the friends that I did make, it felt like I had to change myself in order to make those friends or to keep them. It felt like I was always something different and the only way for me to have friends or relationships was for me to become something different for them. And due to the the human nature of wanting to feel connected and longing to feel like we belong and that we, you know, we all crave kind of this connection to people and that we want people that understand us and that we can feel that we have a true relationship with. Being lonely is something almost exacerbated by the modern world where we have all of these connection technologies, but we don't have much connection. We can talk and we can speak and we can post and do all these things and feel like we're connected to one another. But it's very inauthentic and fabricated. And in a way, we have become separated from our true selves in order to fit this common paradigm where we're all kind of participating in a certain play. And we all feel like we have to live up to this idea of what is normal and what what is the right way to be. And... Because in a way I lost myself and I lost who I was because I was changing myself to fit in. I wanted to reclaim myself and my idea of who I was. And instead of being this person that fit in, I wanted to be me again. And I thought that the only way to do that was to completely separate myself from everyone else, to completely disconnect myself and basically become isolated and shut in. And especially during coronavirus, where we were all kind of locked down, this was almost aided that kind of feeling was the fact that, well, now we are completely separated. So I had kind of two years of complete isolation where I felt the most comfortable. I felt like I had almost an excuse to separate myself from everyone. And it allowed me to truly, it gave so so much healing in a way because it allowed me to truly explore myself outside of everyone else and who I was and go deeper within into my own identity rather than 
being amongst this kind of social machine that was teaching me who to be and what to be. In that isolation, I was just able to figure out myself and obviously not to a conclusion, but just reclaim a bit of what I, I remembered who I was. And I was like, yeah, I remember this feeling as a kid and I remember being told that this wasn't the right way to be or this wasn't accepted or this wouldn't make me friends and this would make me lonely and I would be considered weird and all this stuff. And when I was isolated, it was like, oh, well, I can be me and I can remember what it's like to be me and I can do that without having any kind of criticism or feeling like it wasn't accepted by anyone because there was no one to accept it. And in a way, self-acceptance is a lot easier in isolation. And it's easy to become yourself and feel like you can be yourself when you're on your own versus when you're in front of other people. And now, over the past couple of months, maybe a year, I'm kind of reintroducing myself into society, but keeping on to that sense of me. And although I'm aware it's still a kind of fabricated identity, it's something that I feel more connected to who I want to be and myself and not allowing society to dictate that and feeling like I can kind of hold on to my sovereignty and when I'm out in the world now I feel like I am myself and I accept me and the people that don't accept me distance themselves from me and the people that do accept me come into my life and I'm finding that I can the more authentic I am just in general, the more authentic my relationships are because I am being my true self. That means that, yeah, okay, maybe I don't have loads and loads of people thinking that, you know, that or loads of people wanting to be friends with me or whatever, but the people that do, they are on the same wavelength as me and they accept me and for who I am and who I want to be rather than fitting myself into someone else's paradigm and then having all these people be like, yeah, that's the right thing to be, and feeling validated like that. But there was also a trap to this, because I was feeling like, as I was saying, that I was disconnected from almost my humanness. I was punishing myself for having these kind of human emotions and feelings, and especially in kind of the spiritual community, or just in what I knew myself, I had all of this stuff that I had learned or listened to or had attained through meditation and this knowledge and wisdom and yet there was a disconnect between that kind of side of me, this side that was kind of at peace and had, I was feeling like, you know, almost like a higher state of myself and this human version of me that was also very vulnerable and emotional and you know, would get angry and mad and also feel self-conscious and go through all of these kind of natural human feelings. And I would think, why am I feeling like this? You know, I would try and run away from it in a way and feel like, almost feel like I had superseded that, that I had superseded my own humanness and that I was someone who, you know, didn't need these things anymore. I, I, there was no point to irrationality. There was no point to feeling emotional because I kind of understood that those feelings didn't really serve me in the way that I wanted them to serve me but that was an error because 
those feelings are equally a part of me. They are just as much a part of me as anything else. And recently, rather than trying to remove those feelings or just remove myself from that space or not allow myself to feel those things, I've tried to just sit with it, just sit with what I'm feeling, allow myself to feel however I do feel, because that is the truth. Authenticity is a synonym for truth. And to be authentic, you have to allow yourself to feel how you really do. And if I want to be my authentic self, I have to allow myself to express myself and feel the way that I truly do feel and think. And rather than run away from that, step into it and sit with it and see what I can learn and what I can teach myself. Because I would always make almost a form of excuse and say, so for instance, if I was feeling self-conscious, I would be like, well, there's no real point to feeling self-conscious. I am who I am and I need to accept that. But you can't just say I accept myself and then everything be resolved. Never feeling anxious, never feeling like, you know, I'm not enough. And with my spiritual practice, you know, we constantly hear things like, you are enough, you know, you are everything. And knowing that logically, but then still having this disconnected feelings that would allow me to be like, oh, you know, I don't feel like enough. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel like I'll ever be enough. I don't feel like I can ever be the person I want to be. And I don't feel like society or just people in general will ever accept me. I'm always going to feel lonely and isolated. I'm always going to be this version of myself. And that feeling is just as important and natural as knowing that I am everything and that I am enough. Because that feeling is truth as much as me being everything and self-acceptance is truth. So is the feeling that we are not enough is truth. It's truth to me. It may not be the empirical truth. It may not be what is actually true, but it is true in how I am feeling. It is a form of truth. And I needed to allow myself to sit and process this, to feel it, and to allow myself to feel it. And I've tried to implement this a lot more rather than talking myself out of how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling angry, being like, well, there's no point getting angry about it. No, instead, sitting with it, allowing myself to express my anger, allowing myself to feel it truly, instead of feeling, or instead of talking myself out of feeling self-conscious or anxious, no, sitting with it, inquiring it, talking with it, you know, seeing why I feel this way, or just allowing myself to feel it and not analysing it, but just allowing myself to step into that rather than removing it from myself and it's not easy at all it's not something that I am familiar with almost I'm not comfortable in that space but I know that I need to allow myself to be comfortable in that space to be comfortable feeling what I feel rather than suppressing it or ignoring it because at the end of the day no matter how I circumvent it, no matter how much I ignore it, it's still true to me. I'm still feeling that. It's still at a subconscious level. I haven't removed that element. I haven't removed that trauma that I experienced. I haven't removed the feelings of self-doubt. Whether I ignore them, they still exist. They're still a part of me. And 
it does me no good. It does me an actual disservice to ignore it. It does me a disservice to pretend like it doesn't exist. So if you too feel like you need to stop feeling what you're feeling, or you feel like you're constantly talking yourself out of how you feel, or the thoughts that are coming into your head, and you're trying to remove them or ignore them, and you may even be using meditation and be like, no, I'm going to sit with it and, you know, be silent and ignore my thoughts and these persisting thoughts are coming in, you know, no, return to the breath, we're silent, silent, silence, and you keep trying to kind of remove these thoughts and block them from coming into you instead of allowing them to pass and being the watcher and just disconnecting from them, but then also stepping into them and connecting with them, both. Both are equally important. Both are necessary. And I definitely feel like for myself at least, I have been doing too much of the disconnect and not enough of the connect. So if you feel like that is something that applies to you, try sitting with it. Try allowing yourself to feel how you feel. Try to let yourself be. Let the thoughts come in. Let yourself feel how you genuinely feel without criticism without scrutiny just allowing yourself to be thank you for listening